and welcome to the Captain Not Captive podcast. I'm your host and creator, Ashley Wilson. Thank you so much for tuning into today's show. I hope to inspire you in your relationships, parenthood, career, and navigate the full human experience. I truly believe you have what it takes to create and live the life you've always dreamed of. You are the captain of your choices, no matter where you came from or what's in your past. I'm not saying I have all of the answers, but I'm here to pour love, lessons, and tactical advice to bring you new perspectives into who you were truly meant to be, all while having some fun. Let's do this. Hey guys, welcome back to Captain Not Captive Podcast. Thank you for tuning into today's show. I am nervous and excited to talk about all of the changes that have happened since the last recorded episode. So I kind of become silent a little bit when big changes are happening, and you'll notice that throughout my life just because um, I want to make sure that I am fully focused on what's happening and being present in the moment, and sometimes that means um, saying no to things that don't make the most sense at that time. So um, I still am investing in the podcast. I still love you guys. I just needed time to focus on all these changes that were happening, and I'm so excited to talk about them today. So if you guys um, didn't know, I took a new position with a new company, and um, I it, essentially, it's really a promotion. I feel in my heart like it's a promotion. Um, yes, I mean, yes, like the pay raise thing and all the things, but like really I get to enjoy what I do on a day-to-day basis and that's the big promotion for me (laughs) because what I was doing previously was a lot of recruiting and you guys know I went to school for HR. I've been doing it, oh man, almost seven years now. I love HR. However, I don't enjoy recruiting. I just don't. It's just an animal that is an ever-evolving door And I felt like a cat chasing my tail every day and getting that sense of accomplishment of like, yes, I did something good today, or I, you know, I uh, made an impact or I saved the company money or I did this, I did that. It really never felt like that for me. And that was really hard. Um, So I wasn't really looking for a job. I was just kind of like, whatever happens, happens. And it was really interesting because, um, because of this job that I had had, we had bought our new house. And I talked to you guys about that a little bit, but then through that, there's this girl who lives in my neighborhood who actually showed me this opportunity that I ended up taking. And and I had, had I never taken this job, had I never moved, right, I wouldn't have met this girl. I wouldn't have, um, be, you know, been shown this opportunity. I wouldn't have even looked at it, right? Um, so that was really cool. And just kind of the way that, like, life happens for me um, and the way that I believe life happens for you, sometimes we have to find the joy in it. <laughs> So, um, I ended up taking a new position. It is not primarily recruiting, which is so exciting for me. And I just, my, my advice, my wisdom, my keynote takeaway is that if something doesn't feel aligned for you, it doesn't matter how long you've been there. It doesn't matter, um, what other people think. It doesn't matter that your resume shows that you are only at a place for, you know, seven, eight months. None of that matters because you have to do what feels good in your soul and what's going to make you happy on a day-to-day basis, right? You can't go to work 40 hours a week feeling like, I feel like my potential is not reached here. I feel like I am a cat chasing my tail. I feel like I am undervalued, right? You can't feel that way every single day. That's not a healthy mindset to have you know, 40 plus hours a week. So 
I made the change. I got a new position. I've been there since Monday, so I've only been there for four days now. But um, I am so excited to be able to support this team in the way that I have in the past, in the way that I want to. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited and I hope that you guys, um, learn and take from me that like you, you can pivot and change whenever you need to. And sometimes that means staying put and really diving into what the problems are. Um, for me this time around, it meant this specific position wasn't going to work out just because it wasn't what I wanted to do. Um, so, and then the, the second thing I'm sure you guys are all like waiting for me to say it out loud, but yes, we did find out that I am pregnant, which is so exciting and so weird to still say out loud. Um, I am six weeks pregnant at this point, and I'm so excited to come back and listen to these episodes and, um, you know, re-experience my pregnancy. And not that this podcast is going to be like pregnancy-based now. However, it is a huge part of my life and I'm now carrying a child with me everywhere I go. So like <laughs> it is it is a big deal and I am going to talk about it. And so I just, I want you guys to know that I'm not insensitive to those who have been trying for a long time. My husband and I, um, December would have made two years that we have been trying for this baby. And no, we didn't do IVF or a UI or anything, um, to that extent. However, um, we, you know, multiple different medications, um, different theories, different practices, right? There's a lot of things and emotions and energy and finances that. So at the same time, I can't relate to those women who have gone through that. However, I do have my own story and I do think that my story is important because when people think of infertility, I don't want them to automatically think IVF adoption, right? Like there are other options out there and we were able to conceive what I would consider organically. Um, So the kind of the method that worked for us this time around was a medication called metformin, which is actually a medication for people who um, have diabetes. And what that does is not only helps your blood sugar levels, but it also increases the chances of ovulation. Um, If you guys did not know, I do have PCOS. However, I do have routine periods. My periods are very um, predictable. However, my ovulation is not. So my ovulation sometimes would happen days after my period. Sometimes my ovulation wouldn't happen at all. Um, And so that's really where I ran into issues. My period was very consistent, but my ovulation was not. Um, And then I was also on a prenatal, of course, and folic acid. Acid. So that's kind of the medicine regimen that I had been on. Um, Had we not conceived by December, Devin and I were going to schedule a vasectomy and just have our two girls. Like that's how close we were to not having our third baby. Like that's how close we were to being content with what we had because of the financial stress, because of the emotional stress that it causes every single month, right? I mean, like, imagine this is what I did to torture myself. Imagine every single month spending money, and by spending money, I mean, like, $30 on these ovulation tests because I would buy the good ones, taking them, realizing that I missed the ovulation window, having to buy more, right? So that's another $30, Um and then turning around and buying these pregnancy tests. And so I was spending alone just on tests, like $100 a month, right? Um, 
testing multiple days before my period was supposed to come and letting myself down, hurting my own feelings. And then my period would come and I would be sad every single month for two years. (laughs) And when we had Avery, we were about three or four cycles in of trying and we conceived. So it happened without any medication. It happened without any tracking. It happened without um, all of this like worry that our dream wasn't going to come true. Um, and I, a lot of people say like, oh, just relax, let it go and it'll happen. But like, that's not, that's not true. That's not the case. And like, that is really shit advice. Like if you know someone who's going through that, I did it myself and I feel horrible about it, but I'm like, just try to relax. Just try to like, you know, do other things and ease your mind off of it. That's not good advice because it literally consumes you all of the time. Even when you're not ovulating, especially when you're two-week waiting period and you're like, was that a pregnancy symptom? Am I pregnant? Do my boobs hurt? Like, was that ovulation bleeding? What is happening? And and the truth behind it is, is that every person's journey is different and everyone wants a different level of support, right? Um, and I am just so thankful that I am pregnant. So thankful. And so we find out the gender next week, which is super, super exciting. Um, we're just doing the the blood test that you like send in the mail and they tell you what the gender is, which they say is 99.9% accurate. Um, so we will see what it says. And then of course at our like 10, 10 and a half ish week appointment, um, they will confirm the gender via blood test. But of course I'm impatient. So I wanted to buy the by the one that you send in the mail early so we could, you know, have some more information early. Um, in terms of symptoms, I had a little bit of insomnia and then of course I've got some food aversions. Like I don't want to eat meat. Like there are some days yesterday for lunch, I had an entire bag of frozen vegetables and some cantaloupe and that was perfect for me. Loved it. Um, for dinner I had spaghetti and, um, I had like two full scoops of hamburger on it, you know? So like there are just some times where I just don't want to eat meat at all. And then there are other times where I eat an entire bag of beef jerky. (laughs) But other than that, um, I mean, just like normal tiredness, you know, but I'm, I'm kind of tired all of the time when you're, uh, the person like me who tries to give your full attention to everything in the moment where you are, it is exhausting, but it is so worth it. Uh, but I do end my days very tired. Sometimes halfway through the day, I start yawning and those kinds of things. Um, but I mean, just like being tired, I'm so thankful to have such an easy pregnancy so far. Um, and I hope that it continues. When I had Avery, I never got sick or anything crazy. So I'm hoping that it's the same way. Um, and I will be due in June. So we will have a June baby, which is really exciting for us because Avery's is in February. Delilah's is in September, the last day of September. So really her birthday celebrations usually the first weekend in October for us. So it's really exciting that we'll have a February, a June, and a September, which is, you know, perfectly spaced apart. I couldn't ask for anything better. Um, and I guess that's just really my update and, and my my advice to you and my wisdom that I've learned in these last couple of weeks is um, although the timing is not great with getting a new job, although um, – you know, getting pregnant and having a new job at the same time. Um, and also now having a longer commute to work, right? Like that's a lot to handle and a lot of changes at one time. However, I do think I was made for this. Like I said, life happens for me. And I truly believe that when I go for the things that I want, like a new job and when things like getting pregnant happen, 
Um, I think it happens for a reason and I know that I can handle it. And there are days where I have to sleep in because I'm extra tired. There are days where I have to lean on Devin and ask him for help and say, hey, I just, I'm really exhausted today. Can you, you know, can you help me do X, Y, Z? Um, and I just really lean in on him and, and make him um, help me because I, I am the type of woman who does not let my husband do nothing. Um, I do handle dinner primarily just because I get home way before he does and I cannot wait to eat until he gets home. (laughs) Like I am so starving. Like I want to like eat or be ready to eat by the time he gets home because I'm hungry even when I'm not pregnant. So, um, I primarily handle dinner just because of that, because I get home so early. Um, but on days that he rains out or days that, um, like sometimes he's off on Fridays, he will handle dinner because, he has the availability, right? And when it comes to like house cleaning or getting the girls ready for bed or, you know, helping let the dogs out or whatever like chore needs to happen. Um, I always lean on him even when I'm not pregnant. And so really having a good spouse is so crucial to me trying to have a successful, wonderful career and be a mom at the same time. Because had he, you know, just come home and act like he doesn't have to do anything, right? He's, he's a man. He, you know, does all the things he doesn't have to help. I think it's total BS. (laughs) And, um, and so I do have the expectation and he has known that our entire relationship, our entire marriage of, we are in this together. We are a team, even the shit that we don't want to do, the chores, the, (laughs) you know, like the, when the baby comes, he'll be changing dirty diapers and all the things. Um, is a minimal expectation, right? And then beyond that, it's, um, I do expect him to continue to learn and grow about himself and, um, you know, continuously questioning ourselves and our parenting and improving, right? Like the expectation that we're in this together really means all of this, every single aspect of who we are, right? Our jobs, our personalities, our tendencies, our parenting, our careers, right? All of these things, I continuously hold myself to the expectation that I will continue to learn and grow every day and have that mindset to be able to grow. And I expect that from him too, because that's all part of the human experience. And I don't want to (laughs) be, you know, in my mid sixties and say, well, that's just how things have always been or that's how it was when I grew up. So that's how it needs to be when you No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I, I learn and grow just having an eight-year-old and a four-year-old. Right. And it sounds horrible, but you know, like the first, the oldest kid is always the one that, um, you learn with and you grow with. And the second one is really the one that gets to feel and understand the growth that has happened. So it'll be interesting to see how this third one, who will be five years younger than Avery, because Avery will be five in February, um, learns, you know, how, how our parenting changes and we learn and grow through this opportunity to parent a third child. And, you know, really quickly, I just, what made our decision about the third child was I told Devin that I felt like there was life inside of me that the world needed to experience that there, there was more of me to give to the world than what already existed. And that doesn't mean that my girls are not enough. It doesn't mean that Avery doesn't, you know, doesn't count. It just means that I know in my soul and in my body that there is more energy that the world gets to experience that needs to come from me. And if that meant that, 
you know, we, we got through the end of the year and we didn't conceive and Devin had a vasectomy, there would be different ways, right? Through this podcast, through motivational speaking, through, you know, potentially me writing a book and all these things, right? I, there's energy that I have to give to the world and there's things that I want to experience. Um, and if that didn't mean having a child, right, I would have to find a different outlet to let these things out and to give it to the world. But, you know, I just, I, I knew in my soul that I wasn't done being a mom. I knew that one pregnancy wasn't my limit. I knew that I was going to birth more than one child. So I am so happy, so excited that I am pregnant and that we are going to have a baby in June. And and I'm so proud of my husband. I'm so proud of myself. And I, I'm so thankful for you guys for being graceful with me and sticking through this podcast. I know this episode wasn't like my normal motivational speaking and I was basically just giving you guys a life update. But um, I did want to give you some explanation on why I was quiet for a little while and I don't intend on doing that a lot. Um, but those were some major changes that I had to work through um, kind of quietly before I was ready to share them. So I hope you guys have a fantastic week. I am so excited to hear your guys' feedback. I can't wait for you guys um, to continue listening to this podcast and growing with me and learning with me and kind of just, you know, going through this journey of life and um, learning how to, you know, parent, learning how to have a career, learning how to be a woman, learning how to love ourselves when that wasn't modeled to us as a child. And we will continue to learn and grow together. So I love you guys. I will talk to you guys later. Bye.